This is Marty Shupak from Valley Cottage, New York. Welcome to Jets Rewind. I'm joined by Ralph Sharega in Massachusetts and uh, Ray Clifford, or for some basketball players, Clifford Ray. That's right, Clifford Ray. In, in Marysville, Ohio. I want to get his autograph now. Yeah, uh, I tried. <laughs> it's, it's Friday. Uh, it's um, October 23rd. 2020. We're recording this at five o'clock. And uh, Ralph, you have your classic trivia question, which is a hit out every week. So why don't you uh, start? All right. Uh, who is the Jet running back who holds the single game rushing record for the Jets yardage wise? Is that regular season or playoffs? Or regular playoffs? season. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me write that down. Okay, all right. A lot going on again, not just with the uh, Jets, but in the NFL. Games are being shifted around almost daily. And for you fans that want, uh, go to our Jets Rewind website, um, don't count on my schedule there. I'm not going to change it. It seems like it's changing too much. I'm going to leave it. Go to NFL.com if you want to see uh, any of your team's changes or the Jet changes. I'm very nervous that they're going to stick the Jets with some bad team. And, you know, it's uh... – Yeah, like Fordham. <laughs> <laughs> no, they couldn't beat Fordham. Maybe Pratt they could beat. Pratt. Anyway, some news. Let me do a little bit of house cleaning, cleaning uh, Ralph and Ray. Sam Ficken is doubtful for the game, and the Jets are going to probably sign uh, Sergio Castillo from their practice squad. So that should make it fun. And in reviewing the tape, guys, I just want to point out a couple of things. Um, on the downside, Neville Hewitt and Avery Williamson didn't play that well. And I thought Williamson played better than I thought, but his pass coverage, guys, is really horrendous. It really it is. Has been. Yeah, he's, he, and I don't know if it's from the operation or, or Ray, if it's just been a habit like that. Lamar Jackson, he's a guy I want him to do well, but he was, he was terrible too. And uh, Connor McGovern, the center, was awful. He, he had bounced back the week before from a, another previous week that he did bad. So uh, on the bright side, Ralph, uh, John Franklin Myers had another pretty good game. How about Bryce Huff? He, didn't he have a sack? Bryce Huff had a sack and he, he gave, he had a couple of pressures and he didn't play in a lot of downs. Look for his, um, he'll, he'll be in a lot more this week. Uh, as will Fadokasi, Ralph. And How about Ray. Zuniga? Have we, uh, is he retired? Zuniga you might see, but I, uh, just so you know, and um, Denzel Mims, he might make his debut. Sam Darnold looks like he's going to play, and Mekhi Becton is definitely playing. Oh, so wow, that, we really got some team this week, huh? So, yeah, so that's good news. Yeah. And besides that, Ray, the Bills are kind of banged up. Brown is hurt. Their tight end is hurt. So you, you never know what happens. And I know um, Josh Allen has something, either his shoulder or his chest. But the last two games, he, they're not running him as much. They, they just want to keep him safe. Uh, with that said, the Jets are, guess what the spread is, guys? I'll say 11. Ray? 10. Uh, 12 and a half. Well, good one. 
So even um, with all our guys coming back, that's yeah, amazing. but it's not definite. Uh, <laughs> I'm just speculating from everything I hear. I'm sure when they announce the actives um, and if Sam's playing, it might drop a point. Who knows? Um, I think I read to you, Ray, not Ralph, that with Sam Darnold, with him starting since he's been with the Jets, I think it's like his the Jets' record is like eight and seventeen or something like that. Without him, Ralph, guess what their record is? Like 0-8. 0-8. Oh like You're absolutely right. All right, anyway, let's go on with the agenda. Um, <clears throat> they play the Bills. I'm going to start there. And I gave you guys a question. Now, I just had to give you that little tidbit about Josh Allen, but who is going to have more rushing yardage? And just give me a number. P. Ryan and Gore combined or Josh Allen? Ralph? Well, I was going to say Josh Allen, but since he's banged up, I'm going to have to go with Gore and uh, P. Ryan. You have a number? Uh, how much more are they going to get or how much are they going to get, period? How much are they going to get? Uh, 53. Okay. And Ray? Uh, yeah, with Allen being banged up, I'm going to go with Allen. <laughs> I'm gonna do the same thing, Ray. What about the yardage? Uh, I still think he'll get over fifty, which will be enough to cover the other two. I'm gonna say the same thing. I'm gonna say Josh Allen, and he's gonna rush for sixty-five or more. Good. So, I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> Ralph, your guy uh, Fatakasi is gonna see a lot of snaps because. Yeah, McClendon's gone, yeah. And interestingly about McClendon, they told him Saturday night that he was traded. They said, yeah. you're traded, there's going to be a car waiting for you. It's going to drive you right up to Tampa Bay. I think it's kind of interesting. They Tampa Bay wanted to do it right away because they wanted him to get a physical to start the uh, COVID process, which I think requires five days. Uh-huh. And if they did it Sunday, I think he's eligible to play. He'll get one practice day in. Um, he's a good pro. I actually thought uh, last year he was a little bit overrated, and this year also. And I know he's a good locker room guy, but I'm a little bit excited, guys, just because we know Fadakasi is going to get a lot more snaps. Yeah, I, I'm glad for McClendon. You know, let him have a little fun this year. And you're right, Fadakasi, well, this is his chance. Uh, maybe he'll uh, win the game single-handed for us. Yeah, Ray, any thoughts on uh, Steve McClendon? Uh, you know, I, I don't think he'll be badly missed on the field, but like you say, he was a good locker room guy, and, uh, you know, he did he was a good pro. He didn't cause any troubles. Um, I I feel good for all these guys because they're going somewhere. Yeah, that, what about the fans, though? When are they, they going to trade us? <laughs> I don't know what they can get for us, Ralph. That's the only thing. All right. Uh, next question is, Denzel Mims is probably going to make his pro debut. And I ask you guys, over under, it's uh, 12. How many yards is his first reception? Ray? Uh, I'm going to go over. I think they'll just try and hit him on a big one. Okay. And uh, as long as Ralph? he catches it, of course. Uh, I'm going to say uh, it's going to be third and 12, and he's going to catch an 11-yard pass. <laughs> Which will, a, be the, which will be the longest pass play of the day for the Jets. They run an eight-yard route. I'm going to say it's going to be under. I think they're going to throw him a quick pass. Yeah, get his feet wet. Just to, Yeah, get his feet wet. wet just get, his hand, get his hamstrings uh, yeah. pulled. Yeah. 
just to relieve the nerves. Is um, one play. Yeah. Anyway, I asked each of you to pick one coach who you'd recommend for the Jets job and one coach who you won't like. And I'd like to go first if you don't mind. Yeah, because okay? everyone's going to pick the same one that we don't want. Well, I'll tell you who I don't want. I don't want Bill O'Brien. Oh, okay. I just fired. I mean, I hopefully this hiring of uh, Adam Gase is not a precedent that is being set where he's just going to take these other guys that are that are fired. And well, it, no, that wasn't Douglas, so you can't say that. I, yeah, I hope not. And, and it happens. You know, it's funny, guys. If you look at it historically, when um, – Mangini was fired. He got the Cleveland Brown job right away. Yeah. And when Rex Ryan was fired, he got the uh, Buffalo, Buffalo yeah. Bill jobs right away. We all did great, yeah. Yeah, which, yeah, they did great, which kind of leads into my segue. Here's a guy. Um, he's number one on my list. It's Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens, and I'll tell you why. Um, he's kind of a local guy. He was born up in Atlantic City, and – he was brought up without a, without a father, and he had it rough his whole life. He had to get a job early. And his first job was with the um, um, Carolina Panthers, where he was an unpaid strength coach. He worked his way up through the ranks, went up to the Houston Texans for three years, the Baltimore Ravens from 2006, 2007. And then he worked on the Jim Harbaugh at Stanford. And now this is interesting, guys, as far as the pipeline, the Harbaugh pipeline. Now, in 2010, Roma was a finalist for the Broyles Award given annually to the nation's top college football assistant coach. Now, when Harbaugh left Stanford 2011, went to the 49ers, Roman followed, and he was the offensive coordinator from 2011-2014. And if we all remember, Kaepernick had his best year. So that's a plus. Now, on the negative, he was hired by Rex Ryan in Buffalo 2015, and that lasted, it was like just about a year. And the funny thing is, when he was fired, he was fired by Rex right after they lost 37-31 to the New York Jets. So, Ray, I don't know if you, know if you remember that game. I remember the game. I, didn't, I don't remember much about Greg Roman or, or, or right. so Rex's time there. He's been up and down, but his last job in 2017, uh, he was recommended by um, Jim Harbaugh to his brother, John, and he was an offensive assistant. Then he moved into the offense coordinator job, and he completely revamped the offense from one of uh, Ray's favorite guys, Marty Morningweg, who decided to retire. And he put in this offense to fit around Lamar Jackson, the quarterback, and in his first full season, uh, the team was averaging 33.8 points per game, best in the NFL. He would be my number one choice. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's kind of a local guy. And our last two coaches, uh, Todd Bowles and Adam Gase, they're, they're pretty lousy with the press. And I think this guy would be better. So... Those are my two choices, guy that I want, and Bill O'Brien from the Texans is a guy that I don't want. All right, Raph, I'm going to turn it over to you. First of all, Murray, I really like that choice of Greg Roman. I hadn't thought of him. And another thing that makes that 
distinctly possible is that uh, you know Joe Douglas was in the Ravens for Absolutely. a time when he was there. Right. So I, I I think that 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 really is a really good. You know, my my idea I said it before is to get uh, Dabo Swinney, uh, so we can get uh, Trevor Lawrence as a as a couple. Uh, I don't know how good he'd be. Some college coaches become great pro coaches, some don't. But I think it's worth a shot to draw uh, Trevor Lawrence. The guy I would pick for not having is sort of similar to Bill O'Brien. It's Josh McDaniel, who for you know is going to get a job sooner or later. I, they say he's waiting out uh, Belichick and he'll take on his job. I don't think he'd ever go to the Jets because Belichick would then you know give him the cold shoulder like he did to Mangini. But you know the Patriots' offense stinks this year. I mean, all of those all of those offensive coordinators like Charlie Weiss, Bill O'Brien, McDaniel—they should have given half of their salaries to a Brady, because clearly Brady and Belichick are the reason their offense has been so good all those years. So that's my two. Ralph, I just want to point out. Um, you know what Davo Sweeney gets at Clemson, his salary? <laughs> you know, usually the college coaches get a lot of perks beyond that that really make it worthwhile. He, he, he gets $10 million a year. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll tell you something. That the, that wouldn't count against the cap if the Jets paid oh, him. Oh, I know. But I, 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 know. Don't, I don't see uh, the Johnson brothers even coming close to matching that. Yeah, it's, I realize that. Um, they should if it meant getting Trevor Lawrence, but they, you know, maybe they would, but the, you know, what, what would draw Dabo Sweeney out of that situation? You know, an, an ego, a challenge thing, I suppose. I don't know if he's the type who's looking for that. Probably isn't. Well, if you're uh, looking for a college coach that for a challenge, why not just offer it to Nick Saban? I know he's 68. Well, Nick's yeah. Cause he is old that stunt. He's, I think he's past his, uh, he's too old to come back to the, uh, Although, if he did come there, and if he knew that Trevor Lawrence was coming to the Jets, he might. But uh, I would prefer a younger guy myself. I want Ray to go. I want to go back to the Trevor Lawrence again. Um, we're going to be going back to that a lot. I know. Uh, I, I see think... a quote from Davo Sweeney. He said, we're really popular in New York these days. <laughs> yeah. But Davo Sweeney, he's from the South, right? Yeah. I mean, he, was in, he played at Alabama. Born Alabama. Yeah, it's a yeah. walk-on, I think. I, 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 to me, it's questionable. I yeah, mean, I know. I, I, I get your point about uh, you know dealing with the press. That's a good. That's a good point. But you can't generalize. I mean, there are some guys in, from the south who can handle the press Ralph, too, probably. And Ray, you know, one thing about your friend Marty Shupak, I carry jet scars for the rest of my life, and I still you have put a, some uh, vitamin D oil on them. It's A oil. Yeah. But I still have a scar from Lou Holtz. So I, <laughs> I love Lou, but that was a disaster. Yeah, it was, that was horrible. All right. Ray, why did you give us I your can't. choice? I, then I want to go back to Trevor Lawrence to bring out a couple of points. Uh, well, I've said before, I, I want the enemy if, if we can get him. Um, I knew why I, I did like the. Uh, yeah. Uh, huh? Yeah, I knew one of us was going to pick the enemy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I like. You know, uh, Roman, what you had to say about him, that wouldn't bother me. I actually just want anybody who's kind of like up and coming. I don't – and so when I get to the who I don't want, I love the Josh McDaniel one. I'd, I'd, I'd be more unhappy with him than Belichick would be. Um, <laughs> I think McDaniel's so overrated like just about every other 
assistant coach that comes out in New England. But um, <clears throat> pretty much any retread is what I'm tired of. Yeah. I want I want somebody fresh. And I want them offensive-minded. So, Greg, you know, Roman would be okay with me. Uh, I, d- I don't think Dabo Sweeney – I think Dabo Sweeney's kind of like doing Josh McDaniel. I think he's going to go to Alabama when Saban steps Yeah, he might be right. We'll but um, but right. Uh, I, I want an offensive mind. So, I like Biennemi and I like, I like Roman. I would take either of them. But I just don't – I really don't want anybody who's already been through the, the – The uh, uh, Andy Reid's coaching tree is phenomenal. You know, yeah. Bill Belichick can't produce any because I think he's just a bad communicator. But Andy Reid clearly yeah. knows how to teach these guys. And, right. Uh, right. you know, Harb, John Harbaugh and uh, Doug Peterson and McDermott. Yeah. Uh, and and the guy Nagy. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh, Todd Bowles, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, Bowles wasn't the best. You know, but Bowles had his faults, but he wasn't the worst. He looks real good now, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. But he, he – uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> But, you know, he's going to get some interviews, and he deserves True. them. He's doing yeah. a good job. And, uh, look, second time around, I, I don't it like It can happen. Him. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah. He's, he's going to get another job. Um, I just want to go back to Trevor Lawrence because there's been rumors that he doesn't want to come to the Jets, this, that, whatever, or he's going to stay in school. And, Ralph, you brought out – last show that that you were on that he's not going to go back to school because it's like 30 million dollars and he's going to look at um tua and that's a possibility that might happen to him you never know i mean Tua played but you never know what could happen so he's not going to go back now as far as pulling like an eli manning and saying you know i'm not going to play with the charges it's different times. When that happened, they didn't have the rookie pay slots like they have now. And apparently, Archie and Eli and the family didn't think that the Chargers would have enough money to pay them. They had a reputation of being really cheap. So that's also in the Jets' favor where he may not say, I'm not going to play for the Jets. I think he will. Marty, there was another reason why Archie didn't want – he, uh, he told Eli not to go to the Chargers. It's a ridiculous reason, too, because he spoke with, I think, Ryan Leaf's parents who claimed that San Diego wasn't supportive of Ryan Leaf with all his problems, which is ridiculous since the guys are grown up making millions of dollars. I don't know if that was BS or not. But the Manning family, man, I, you know, I have <laughs> – you know, I have nothing to do with that. That that, that family, <laughs> they annoy me to no end. I mean, it's just yeah. unbelievable. They have been bad news all around for <laughs> <Yes>. the Jets. <laughs> They're killing us, Ray, right? The man. Satan yeah. is killing us or did kill us already. Although we might have to thank him. We yeah. might end up with Trevor. Maybe, Lawrence. maybe. By the <laughs> way, Marty, you know, the other guy is Elway. That's the other example. And the thing about Elway that was different also was that Elway had baseball as leverage. That's true. Um, that, the Colts were desperate to trade him. They were listening to all sorts of offers. But uh, you want to hear the reason? You're going to love this, Marty. The reason why Elway was, didn't, go to the, didn't want to go to Baltimore. His father, Jack Elway, who was a coach in college, uh, told him not to play for Frank Cush. <laughs> because, oh, really? Yeah, because he was such a disciplinarian. <laughs> oh, that's the, the old coach from my alma mater, Arizona. That's right. Yeah, you don't want to play football. Get out of here. <laughs> that's amazing. Hey, Ralph, you know what this weekend is? 
I got to tell you, you're going to love this. It's not Halloween, is no, it? No, it's, it's really the Buckeye weekend in honor of Ray. You know what? Oh, my gosh. They're Listen playing. to this. Listen yes. to this. Ray, you're gonna, you're, Ray's going to have a good weekend. He's going to sign off, I Ralph. So. I know, Ray. He's going to get a six-pack starting tomorrow. He's got it. He's going to six packs. First of all, listen to this. Saturday, Saturday at noon, the Ohio State Buckeyes open up with Nebraska. First game of the year. Now, I'm going to jump to Sunday, and I'm going to hear Ray's uh, reaction. Sunday, Cincinnati plays Cleveland. At Ohio. And, yeah, so that should be a, a, a good game. And uh, unfortunately, um, or fortunately, Mixon is out of the game. He's not playing the running back who's second in the league in rushing. But a third game, Ralph, and Ray's going to smile even further, is that a very interesting game is on Saturday night. It's the University of undefeated University of Cincinnati playing the undefeated SMU team. So to me, it's a tremendous weekend for you, Ray. Well, the biggest news is that Ray's going to dot the I in Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know that yet, but when I Baker Mayfield, is that what he did? Well, yeah, he did. (laughs) Ray, did you know that uh, all these things were happening this weekend? Well, obviously, I knew the Buckeyes were playing. And, yeah, I knew the Browns were playing the Bengals. I didn't know about the Cincinnati thing. Now, Cincinnati's coach is uh, is, uh, – he he coached the Buckeyes for – a year in between uh, Urban Meyer and uh, and Jim Trestle, and now I'm blanking on oh, it. Oh, wow! Uh, yeah, I know. And he's done about. a really good job down in Cincinnati, and so uh, he's his his name is coming up in the ranks in college coaching because he's really turned around. Uh, S- so. SMU has a really good quarterback. I think his name is Bouchelle, Ralph. Have you heard of him? No, I don't know the name. So it, it should be a fun weekend for you, Ray. I think we're yeah. Uh, just football in general around here yeah. is fun. So. Yeah, I want to see Justin Fields uh, get some tape, more tape on him. Yeah. Uh, All right, here we go, guys. This is a new segment we're going to try. It's called the uh, Jeopardy Quotes. Every quote has to do with the Jets. All right, I'm going to read the first one. Here we go. I don't have any uh, Jeopardy music, but that's okay. Here's the first quote. When you have confidence... You can have a lot of fun, and when you have fun, you can do amazing things. Who said that? Uh, when you Joe, have... Nam- Joe Namath. Correct. Very good, Ralph. Okay. Next you one. You're so ready? Far back with the quotes. Probably... Basically, that's going to be my answer. <laughs> right, for right. Don't worry. I, I mean, that's going to be my answer for every one of these. <laughs> Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Here's another one. This, this is a good quote. I miscalculated. I predicted it would take five years to build a champion. It took me an extra quarter. Who said that? It's a great oh. quote. When did you hear the Weeb answer? Bank. Right. And he was the first. <laughs> oh, we're the only, it's the only one who won a championship with us. So. <laughs> no, but that's the 58. That was after the championship game with the Colts. Oh, it, oh, it was. Yeah. It went into overtime. So oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, that's later. funny. Is that a great quote by we? Yeah. All right, here's another. I thought it was the only one they wrote Jets. Here we go. I realized in that moment that physically speaking, my talents were well beyond Joe Namath's talents. <laughs> so then I realized, what am I doing here? This doesn't make sense because it's always going to be about Joe. Wow. Uh, we'll give you guys 
15 seconds. Uh, John Hewer. Nope. Any guess, Ray? Uh, Richard Todd. Nope. Dick Wood. When I tell you, I know Ralph in particular is going to say, oh, shoot. You ready? John Riggins. <laughs> Riggins. Um, I was, yeah, I'm thinking other quarterbacks. Yeah, Riggins entered my mind briefly, but I was like, well, he's not a quarterback. Why would he have said that? <laughs> That's kind of like a, 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 a put down to Joe. I'm surprised because they got along well. R Riggins had a little gronk in him. He, uh, oh, a little, little bit, a lot. <laughs> Did you ever hear the story about the Riggins like a month after Washington won the Super Bowl <clears throat> and his teammate called up and he said, Johnny, you working out? You doing any curls? And he said, yeah, I got a cores in my left hand, a Budweiser in my right. <laughs> well, All right, no. here we go. Next quote. I'm not the type of person to point fingers at anybody, and I don't want anybody saying anything to me. There are situations where balls are bounced to your feet. You don't say anything. Well, I know it's not Greg Williams. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh Receiver. Wide receiver. Keyshawn Johnson. Correct. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say that even before you uh All right. Yeah, Here's yeah. one that you both are gonna probably answer in stereo. Last one. I don't want to say anything about that job. At the end of the day, I'm never gonna be in a in an arranged marriage. I'm never going to subtract subcontract out jobs for offense and defense. I'm always going to hire people I believe in and are going to do things our way. Matt Rule? Right. Very good. I know Ray would have got it too. <laughs> but that's, that's great. Very good. All right. Quickly, before we get to Bill Mathis, question for you both. And, Ralph, we want to go over some trades and talk about the quarterback, what teams need a quarterback. <clears throat> in the Jets Super Bowl season, 1968 season, who did the Jets face in the first game of the year, and where was it? Kansas City, at Kansas City. He's very. I think they beat him twenty to nineteen. Ralph, you're amazing. You're. I remember that one clearly. That that uh, that that game. I had a feeling the, the team could be really good because Casey was strong. Uh, right, and uh, you know how uh, Don Maynard had eight receptions, two hundred three yards. I think Boozer had a good game. That two game, TDs, so, which is yeah. unbelievable. All right, here's one for you, quickly. You ready? Yeah. How many football teams did Deion Sanders play for? Four. Nope. Name them. Go ahead. Falcons, Niners, Cowboys, Redskins. Who else? Ravens he ended up with. Do you remember that? He played like a couple years with the Ravens. Yeah. All right, Ralph. Last one for you. How many baseball teams did Deion Sanders play for? Jeez. Oh, uh, I'll say three. Five. Yankees, Braves. <sighs> actually, four. Yankees, Braves, Reds, and the Giants, Ralph. You should have known he, that. Oh, he didn't play for the Dodgers? How did he miss the Dodgers? He went back to the Reds. All right. Um, Ralph wanted to discuss some blockbuster trades. Ralph, I'm going to turn this over to you because I didn't really look them up. And I know you're a lot more diligent than me, and so is Ray when it comes to this stuff. So why don't you go over some of these blockbuster trades? And I think what you have in mind is 
if there's any chance the Jets would trade that number one pick. Right, yeah, because I think there is a chance. And, and I have to say that I'm more and more coming to the coming around to thinking I'd be happy either way if they got Lawrence or they made a trade. And one of the reasons is because I like the way Douglas, you know, waited out the uh, Jamal Adams thing. He got a lot for Jamal Adams. You know, can you imagine you get that much for safety, how much they should get for Trevor Lawrence? I mean, it's uh, mouth-watering. Anyway, the the point of these these trades I'm pointing out is that there are crazy general managers who will do stupid things. So there are probably some around now. In uh, 72, I think, the, 74, the Rams traded John Hadle to the Packers. He was 34 years old. Good quarterback. Right. Back. They got two number ones, two number twos, and a number three for a 34-year-old quarterback who was probably over the hill. Ridiculous. Of course, he, he didn't help them at all. That's unbelievable. Uh, I know. The, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, a couple of years before, traded for Roman Gabriel, 32-year-old quarterback. You know, he a little past his prime. I never was crazy about him. Pretty good quarterback. They got uh, two firsts and a third. Plus, they got, uh, they had, they got uh, Harold Jackson, the Rams, for him, who wow. was a star player then. Yeah, How old was, was Harold, Harold Jackson? I know he was like 6'5". 27. He was 27. That was oh, Harold Carmichael. Harry Carmichael. Yeah. Yeah. Harold Jackson was a star. He was a star. And then we go to the Ricky Williams trade, which <laughs> is insane. Um, this guy's a, he's a running back. Obviously, running backs don't have near the impact. So Ricky Williams comes out of college, very good runner, but not one of my top five all-time college runners. I mean, he was not that great. They got, a, they got two firsts two-thirds, a fourth, fifth, a sixth, and a seventh they gave to the Skins for that pick. It's unbelievable. That's a lot. Mike Pitt could take a lot of hits at time, when he was oh like, my right God. End, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> and, of course, the Herschel Walker deal. And the more I read about the Herschel Walker deal, J Jimmy Johnson was brilliant. He was so clever about this. First of all, Walker only had one great year in the NFL. And the minute he had that year, Jimmy Johnson put him up for auction. He was a 27-year-old running back, which we all know is past their prime. So, and so Minnesota gave him four players, David Howard, Jesse Solomon, Isaac Holt, another Isaac Holt, some other guy. And they gave them all these draft picks that were conditional on whether these guys would get cut. And Jimmy Johnson wanted none of them, so he automatically cut every one of them. So he got three first-rounders. Two, three second rounders, a third rounder, and a sixth rounder. That's <laughs> it's amazing. Insane. It's insane. That's amazing. All right. So it just goes to show you this is, there are suckers uh, all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and with that, I want to give Ray a scenario. And just before I do that, I got to tell you guys, because I spent some of my free time, and a lot of Jet fans are angry. But for whatever reason, I went to some of the message boards with fans for the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, my God. You should see what's going on. It's unbelievable. I'm telling oh, I'm, you. I'm sure. It, 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 than us. If I, play, if I was in the front office or play, I'd be wearing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> it's unbelievable what I'm, what I'm here. All right, Ray, this is for you. Jets finish in last. They have the first pick. Atlanta finishes fourth to the last place. So, you know, you know where they'll pick. As we all know, Trevor Lawrence is from – the state of Georgia. They come to the Jets. They say, we'll give you a one this year, a two this year, 
a one next year, a two next year, what do you do if you're the Jets and you still have Sam Darnold on your roster? Um, well, you know, you'd have to tell me if they, if, if Sam plays worth it. I mean, if we're, if we're okay with keeping Sam, I'd be like, yeah, but if, well, if not, then I'm, I'm not taking it. We, we finished, we finished in last, you know, the that, jet. Yeah, but that Sam, doesn't mean Sam, Sam, Sam ends up, let's just say, just hold on. Sam ends, ends up with a, a 15 TD passes, uh, nine interceptions, and he rushes, let's say, for 200 yards, and he he's healthy the rest of the year. What would yeah, you do? Well, I, I'd i have to say, you know, it, it it's more than just stats. I'd have to see how he plays. Does he look like he's in control of things? I mean, with what's around him, those aren't bad stats. So it doesn't mean he's he's not I, – I, if, if they're all in on keeping him around because they think he's still got it, that, that would be great. But for me – if if you're not sold on Sam, then you don't you don't take it. The other thing I'd say is I don't see Atlanta giving that up because I don't think at this point they're giving up on Matt. Uh, right. Matt Geiss. But um, well, let, let, let me ask you this: Would it influence you depending who the Jet coach is? Well, that doesn't matter. Let's say it's Greg Roman. Well, I think it would be more along the lines of uh, what's Greg Roman think. I I, I think that. Um, I think they have to be set on what they want to do with Sam before they proceed with that. And, and I'm all, I'm okay with either, either scenario, just like we've talked about before. Cause I think, I think we come out in good shape no matter what they do, but it's, if, if you're not sold on Sam being around, if you're not, if we don't think he's going to be, even with adding a bunch of talent around him, that he's not going to be able to lead us to, you know, the promised land, then move on and take Lawrence, take the picks, take Lawrence. And uh, I mean, uh, take, yeah, don't take the trade, take Lawrence, use what you have. But if you, if you're set, you think he can do it, take the picks, build around him, and, and go from there. Ralph, are we so paranoid as Jet fans that we're afraid if they don't take Trevor Lawrence, he might end up being the best quarterback um, history, in the history of the game. There's, there's no question about it. Um, you know, but the reason, after reading those trades I just made, I don't think what you are, what you, what you're asking, uh, telling me that Atlanta is going to offer is enough. Because I think Lawrence is more value than any of those blockbuster trades. And uh, I think they can get more for him than that. Now, the question is, they got to find a team that has that those kind of draft assets. It's, there probably aren't too many, but... <clears throat> I think they can get more. I, by the way, I think Atlanta's done with uh, Matt Ryan after this year. Uh, you know, he's like 35, and I think it's it's going to be a new GM. And I don't think I, I think they're going to move on, and they're going to probably have one of the top three or four picks. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah, I'm sure they'd want Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Matt Ryan might. You know, he played at Boston College. He might end up with the. Uh... Hey, quickly, that reminds me, I was listening to a, you know, a talk show up here and they had one of the beat writers of Boston on and, you know, the, the, everyone's down on Cam Newton now. Um, right. And, and uh, they were talking about the possibility of, you know, the Jets getting the number one pick and then the Patriots being interested in Sam Darnold. This guy thinks that Sam Darnold right now is worth a late first or a second round pick. I think he's crazy, but uh, yeah. So, yeah. uh, you know, the, the talk is out there already. Uh, 
Yeah, w one guy I heard too. He he thought the that they Jets should move Sam Darnold this year before the trade deadline. I think that's crazy. And he was talking about maybe Dallas. Well, that's what we're getting. <laughs> yeah, but maybe <laughs> Dallas would do it because they're in a win now mode. But who knows? Well, one more quick thing I'm a fear yeah. about with Donald down the road is his shoulder. I mean, I've seen quarterbacks get shoulder injuries. They come back and they keep getting them re-injured. He took a frightful body slam. And uh, I, I, I could see that happening to him. You know, he's going to get hit on it a lot. And I don't know what it's like. Right. Uh, Pennington, right. Burt Jones's career was ruined by that. Burt Jones. Um, oh, yeah. Was All right, let's go to a trivia question. We got less than a minute. We're up against the clock, as they say. Read it again, Ralph. Hopefully we'll get it. Uh, well, Jet running back who has the record for the most yards in a game. Bill Mathis. You see, I'm killing <laughs> I'm sorry. The late Bill Mathis who died. Um, I'll take a guess. Curtis Martin. Okay. Jones. Thomas Jones had it. It was broken by Isaiah Crowell. That's right. Oh, my <laughs> oh, that's God. Right. That's amazing. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's a, Ralph, that's a great that. question. I remember that game, too. So, hey, listen, uh, we're going to sign off for Jets Rewind. Ray, enjoy it this weekend. you got oh, yeah. a full weekend. Yeah. I'm going to watch that Cincinnati game. I watched the Buckeye game. Ralph, you two have a great weekend. Yeah. Ray, you going to the horseshoe? No, no, there won't be anybody there. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, you could be the only one. You can dot the I. <laughs> All right, guys, for Jets Rewind, until next time.